Today's episode is brought to you by Positively Productive Systems, whose mission is to be the antidote to your stress and to provide compassionate productivity resources and coaching that help you heal and achieve. Be sure to check out both free and paid resources at PositivelyProductive.com resources. I actually adore being in the information age because I'm a questioner, a researcher, and totally impatient. This immediate gratification world has trained me well, and I'm not exactly proud of it, but I am keeping it real here. But the downside of a constant information flow is the same as the upside. It's constant. It keeps coming at you, whether you truly need it or not. You don't catch a break. Enter the second part of the challenge. You have to create a break yourself. That constant stream means it's up to you to disconnect. You're listening to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Zarotny, founder of Positively Productive Systems and a productivity coach certified in positive psychology and stress management. Join me as we explore ways to live a more proactive, positive life with episodes on productivity, self-awareness, mindset, entrepreneur life, habits and systems, simplicity, fun, and more. I understand overwhelm personally as a multi-passionate entrepreneur, wife and mom to kids and cats, and as a caregiver. I'm here to help you choose what's right for you so you can do less, live more, and breathe easier. Sound good? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa, and before we dig into today's topic, I want to take a moment to thank you for listening to the podcast and for being part of its success. Today, I'm airing episode 190. That boggles my mind. 190 episodes, plus bonuses. That's only 10 more official episodes to go before we reach 200, and I can't wait for you to hear what I have in store for you then. Also, according to Listen Notes, the Positively Living podcast is now top 3% of podcasts worldwide. And the Good Pods leaderboard continues to feature the podcast in categories like the top 25 and top 10 productivity, decluttering, organizing, and self-development podcasts. That's a lot to celebrate. It's also a lot to process. And I'm excited and maybe even a little overwhelmed with all I want to do and have to do just about the podcast alone. And that is the perfect segue for this episode. I have been known to say, "Uh, my brain is full, may I be excused, please? But today, I think a quote from Anne Lamott is just right. She says, almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a few minutes, including you. Why is that so accurate? Because we're constantly plugged into our world. We have handheld screens that tell us everything we need to know instantaneously. From the best cheese to use, the answer is almost always sharp cheddar in my opinion, but I'll still research it depending upon the recipe. To how to fix a flat tire or a leaky faucet. Uh, DIY off of YouTube. It's changed my life. To what the weather will be like eight days from now, and if I can reasonably get out of that event that former me said yes to, but current me is now annoyed about, 
or to the actual lyrics of a song that I've been belting out incorrectly in the car for years. Mirrors on the ceiling? Pink champagne on ice? <laughs> Do you know the correct lyric? I'll confirm it in a minute, but let's keep going. I actually adore being in the information age because I'm a questioner, a researcher, and totally impatient. This immediate gratification world has trained me well, and I'm not exactly proud of it, but I am keeping it real here. It's amazing to cross-check and ensure accuracy so quickly. It's wonderful to properly answer questions and fix problems in minutes. But the downside of a constant information flow is the same as the upside. It's constant. It keeps coming at you, whether you truly need it or not. Trivia nights and DIY home projects are great, but what about when you're second-guessing yourself? You're trying to make a decision on something really important. What about when you're comparing yourself to others and suddenly that same flood of information that could be helpful is now harmful? Now it exacerbates the stress and anxiety that you already experience regularly and you haven't had a chance to breathe or to heal from it. You don't catch a break. Enter the second part of the challenge. You have to create a break yourself. That constant stream means it's up to you to disconnect. Now, you may not be able to shut it off, but you can remove yourself. I'm not talking about reducing and being selective, though those are very important, and you can do that through things like unsubscribing and controlling the flow of information that comes at you and how passively you accept it. And that's all good stuff that I highly recommend, and I help my clients with this so they don't become overwhelmed so quickly. That's great for every day. But what I'm talking about today is taking a full break, like a true vacation for your mind. In last week's episode, I talked about compassionate productivity and the idea that you need space to heal. Just as you would rest a physical injury, so too you need to give yourself a chance for a mental reset. Taking that true break is something you deserve. It's something you need. I talk about making space in our lives quite a bit, and it's how I sign every email to those of you on my VIP list. I encourage you to make space for what matters, and I add a very important part to that. Lean in so you can hear this clearly. Are you with me? When you make space for what matters, you need to remember that what matters includes you. You need space to breathe space to pause, space to heal. And that's what a mental reset can do in a surprisingly quick period of time. We talk a good bit about clutter and self-awareness on the Positively Living podcast, and here's why. It's essential we understand what surrounds us in our lives and whether that stuff supports us or sabotages us. We can't know until we have a chance to step back to remove it or to remove ourselves, to take a moment to reflect, rest, recharge, and then get back in the game and make sense of it. It's actually quite efficient to do a mental reset because it's the way you can figure out what works for you and what doesn't. And by doing so, you may be taking a break from what doesn't, even or maybe especially if you didn't realize it was a problem. Have you ever taken a technology break? 
sometimes forced, you know, because the Wi-Fi is out or you don't have power, you travel somewhere that doesn't have that as an option. And you end up feeling more calm and connected to yourself and others as a result. And you realize that your screen time was actually pushing you to a place you didn't want to be. Or have you ever had a snack and realized you were a bit too similar to those Snickers commercials where you didn't quite feel like yourself until you had the snack? Or maybe that's just me. Have you ever finally gotten a good night's rest and woken up to feel more like you again, more human and calm and patient and ready to function? I feel that last one deeply. Lastly, have you had technology that was acting wonky? So you did what we all do as amateur IT folk. You rebooted it and suddenly it was working right again. You don't know how, but it just did. Hmm. Yep, here we are. Back again to Anne Lamott's quote. It's time for you to unplug. But before I give you the three simple steps you can do to help you get that mental reset, the lyric from the Hotel California song is, mirrors on the ceiling depict champagne on ice. Yeah. Okay. So that should immediately help your brain relax unless you ignored what I said before and researched it on your phone already. And honestly, I wouldn't blame you. Because we've covered so many topics in the podcast, after I introduce each step, I'm going to list a number of episodes that correspond to those steps. This way, if you'd like to delve deeper into each topic or one in particular, you'll have the options for more guidance and support, but we'll keep it high level and simple and short today. Please know, though, that even doing one aspect of each of these steps will help you reset mentally so you can step back into life focused, refreshed, and ready to go. To help you remember them, the three steps I'm describing today all start with the letter C. It's clear, calm, and care. Let's start with clear. My advice for any overwhelm is to declutter first. You need to remove what you don't plan to organize. You need to set down what weighs too much, especially when you need a break. And when you're worried and overwhelmed, it's hard to consider a break with thoughts running through your head. For a mental reset, you need to declutter your mind. Capture what's taking up space, whether ideas or worries, comparisons or tasks. In this way, whatever is taking your attention is now in a safe space and makes the second step that much easier. Some episodes that will help you with this clear step are... You can probably guess this first one, how to declutter your mind in one simple step. And this episode is one of my top 10 of all time, uh, really popular for a reason. And it guides you through my focus file. It's a mind sweep exercise and a workbook to go with it that has been recently updated, by the way, and it helps you declutter your mind. There's also episodes on why the simple act of pausing will make you more productive. So that really, I guess, uh, reinforces what we're talking about today. And then the benefits of therapeutic journaling for mental health. The next step is calm. This one is so important. And it took me a while to realize why. And I think it took me a while because I've always been one to logic my way out of stressful situations. 
As a thinker and researcher, really data-oriented, I wanted to find reasons and justifications, expecting those to calm me. And that can work, but the fact is, we experience a stress response, regardless of the type of stressor, in a very physiological way. And sometimes the best way to calm our mind is to calm our body first. You could do this through breathing, meditation, and other types of nervous system regulation. Even the simplest concept, like box breathing used by the Navy SEALs, can help you reset your body and your brain. It's fascinating, really. Simple and so effective. And I plan to have more episodes about these kinds of things in 2024. But there are definitely some you can start with if you'd like more support around this step and this topic. There's how your body responds to stress, breath work to reduce stress and anxiety, and I do plan to have an updated breath work episode coming out in early 2024. There's also managing stress through rest and play, and how to meditate easily through creative expression. There's also an original meditation for newbies episode as well that you may want to check out, and I think I referenced that in the meditation through creative expression episode. Now, the last step, the last of the three C's is care. This one is overlooked often because the minute we say care or worse yet, self-care, we either tune it out or view it as optional until everything else is done. Care means what you think and also maybe a little of what you don't. Things like rest, sleep, exercise, and nutrition. You probably thought of those things, right? Sometimes self-care is also sort of mis, uh, I was going to say misdiagnosed or misdescribed, you know, described in a way that it's pampering, but it's really not. It's about things like sleeping well and giving your body the nutrition it needs. And it's so important for your brain. But so too are joy, laughter, and play. This step is imperative to not only reset yourself, but to develop resilience going forward. There are so many ways you can care for yourself. And I share a list of episodes you want to check out related to the topics I mentioned, but you can also go to the podcast page of the website, positivelyproductive.com slash podcast, and look for a special self-care playlist as well. So the episodes you might want to consider for this related to the topics we talked about, rest, sleep, exercise, nutrition, joy, laughter, are prioritizing sleep for health and productivity and biohacking brain fog for productivity. There's also two episodes on giving yourself more. One is giving yourself more and one is giving yourself more through movement. There's an episode on simple ways to make food work for you. There's reducing stress and connecting more through humor and I'm already laughing about that one because you're going to hear me uh, do improv on my own podcast. And last but definitely not least, one that I recently aired is how a joy list can make you more productive. Remember, there are lots of ideas and the goal for you is to take one from each step and try that. That's it. Just one from each step. For example, you could create a mental reset by grabbing a journal and writing out your worries and fears and dreams and thoughts for, you know, five or 10 minutes, and then doing some simple box breathing, which can take just 
a couple minutes and then eating some nutritious food before you start your day. Or maybe a daily ritual of the focus file mind sweep, which is like five minutes, 10 at the most, once you process the things, then doing some light exercise, that could be 10 minutes, and then being in bed by the same time each night so that you have a consistent night's sleep. That's it. You don't have to do all of it to get the benefits. The idea is to mix and match in a very simple way that works for you and is repeatable so you create the habit. Or maybe add on some new elements as you go if you want to. And you want to have this approach and this tactic ready for when you need it most. I'm curious, which of these ideas that you've heard stand out most to you? What feels doable? That's so important when you're starting a habit. I'd love it if you'd message me. You could DM me on Instagram, positively underscore Lisa, or go to my connect page and message me there. And if you know someone else who could use a mental reset, please share this episode with them. Thank you for joining me today. Your time is precious and limited, and I'm honored you chose to spend it with me. If you have feedback, questions, or want to schedule a chat, head to positivelyproductive.com slash connect. And if you are looking for any of the resources referenced on the podcast, from books to products to training and more, go to positivelyproductive.com slash resources.